Torquescore. Torque. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Torquescorp. I feel like Lily. I've been I've been practicing for such a long time. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Spice Rack Podcast. We miss you guys. We enjoyed the long, the long break off, and but we're ready to get back and discuss Worley Not Ready. But before we get into that, Sav, how are you? I am good. I just want to say Emily and I like started new jobs, started new routines. So we needed to figure out our routines without the podcast. And if you want us to do this and make this our first priority, why don't you give us a five-star review and tell 35 of your friends, and then maybe we can quit our jobs and do this full-time. But otherwise, I am great, loving my new job, loving my new routine, thankful to have a little bit of time off, and then to get back into it. How are you? I am good. It's a great day to be part of the Sunbelt Conference. Oh. Football is back. Sunbelt supremacy over here. Yeah, so excited about that. I deleted Hinge. He he he. But okay, I do have one. <laughs> I do have one question. I saw this thing. I saw this thing on Hinge, where this guy is like, "You should not like swipe if you have your read receipts on, because it means that you're toxic." I have my read receipts on. Okay, I just you never thought of it. Did you turn them off? Because I wanted to call you out for this earlier today when we were texting. I wonder if they're off on my computer. Mm, because it was showing us delivered. And I was like, did you turn off your reader sheets for everyone or just for me? <laughs> I, I wonder if it's because my computer. I have never had my red receipts on. I don't want anyone to know my business or what I'm doing. So I cannot confirm or deny if it's toxic. But maybe if you use it in a negative way to like leave these men on red then yes it could be toxic but then I support it okay so it has so they're all on my phone and they're off on my computer okay so I'm not being ignored no <laughs> I don't know why. I have my reader seats on but like I don't even know why but now like I've committed to the like I've committed to the part yeah I agree you know what Men will say fucking anything to make you think that's gaslighting because you know what's toxic. You know what's toxic is him having that as his fucking hinge prompt. That's a gaslighter. (laughs) They will do anything to make you feel like the problem. And that's on that. And my one last thing, rant about hinge, is if you want to get more than 10 likes a day, you have to pay the premium membership, which is $40 a month, and I'm not doing that. So I mean that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. So I think that you should go to Bumble because then you can control the conversation or just be a good old fashioned OG and head back to Tinder. Speaking of men potentially being toxic, let me tell you about this book that I am reading. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Katie Robert just released a new book. It is so many of my favorite things. It is Vampires. It is a male male m m m f but it's not quite a reverse harem because everyone is fucking everyone and it's got a little bit of fantasy and like where's the magic at so we're gonna do it for the pod next week i am thinking of having this little segment once a month called emily reads fantasy and we just force her to read a fantasy novel and see what happens (laughs) my brother had a baseball game on friday and this girl was reading 
Akatar like while the game was happening and I was like oh. I'm getting all these signs you should have told her wait till you get to Akamath chapter 55 it'll change your life for the better <laughs> and that's on period <laughs> I have been reading but okay so I tried to read One True Loves by Taylor Jenkins Reid and I had to put it down because it was just too slow for me and I just think I'm just not a fan of her like writing style because like I don't really know how I can go from Den of Vipers to Taylor Jenkins Reid so I think I'm gonna pick it back up eventually this problem that we talked about last week of exactly if they aren't fucking on page 12 I really don't want to read it and like I know and like apparently like this is like a Colleen Hoover-esque kind of book but it's just less like romance I'm just kind of like but I will eventually finish it okay but I am Deep into the Devil series by Elizabeth O'Rourke, and I am obsessed. They're all just like so freaking hot, and they have a perfect amount of storyline and plot. And I'm halfway done with the second one, and I cannot wait for the rest of the series. I read them out of order by accident. So I read the third book, then the first, and now the second. Barely miss anything, but one thing I love so all three are like it's always been you but are all different and on all of the different one it's the girl realizes that she made the mistake not the guy ah. and so and they're also like one is he's a doctor she's the assistant one is um ex-boyfriend's brother and the other is like work like they're both lawyers and so i'm a really big fan they're all in kindle limited and i think they're it's going to be a top 10 series of 2022 Okay, so this started with the devil you know. No, it starts with a deal with the devil. Okay. But I've been seeing the devil you know everywhere. So this is in that series. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's in the series. And so that is the third one. Damn. And there are how many? Four? Oh, uh, yeah. So the fourth one has, a, I think it comes out next year. Oh. And so, but yeah. But it was, it's just a very good series. So, um, yeah, it's kind of, I don't know what I'm going to read next. I'm going to read the book that we're covering, but then I don't know yet what I'm going to read. Yeah, I haven't really been working a lot, or I haven't been reading a lot because I've been working a lot. So I need to like stop working and start reading is where I'm at. But I'm really excited because I have this like fun lineup scheduled for October. Like I want to read some like spooky, dark stuff in October. So that's my plan. I got... Well, it's, it's in the mail. It should be here before October. The Hunting of Adeline and Hunting Adeline. And apparently, like, some people say that, that, like, those are the darkest books. Like, they were, like, spooked to read them, like, when they were home by themselves. And I'm pretty excited. Yeah. So, like, I want to read those. I want to also read, I have Go Hex Yourself. So, I could be into, like, a Halloween-themed rom-com. I just want, like, all of the October spicy smutty books that's what I want yeah so if you guys have any recommendations yeah exactly yeah so before we get into the book we're going to talk about the author Megan Quinn she is a best-selling author of romantic comedies and contemporary romance she brings readers the perfect combination of heart humor and heat in every book books by Quinn include the Highland Flank those three little words the modern gentleman and a not so meet cute and today we'll be discussing Royally Not Ready, where the Princess Diaries meets Smut. And there is no book dedication this week, so we're going to go ahead and hop right into the plot review. 
Keller eats, breathes, sleeps, lives, everything that involves Torquescore. Torque. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Torquescore. I feel like Lily. I've been, I've been practicing for such a long time. I have I was thinking Torquestorp, like, but that just doesn't even work. Torquestorp. I'm, I'm rolling with it, which is a small country in the Nordic Sea, basically. Lily eats, breathes, sleeps, and lives everything that involves her bikini wagon in Miami. When the king of Torquestorp, Theo, falls ill, he sends Keller to retrieve Lily, who is the last heir to the throne. When Keller flies to Miami to bring Lily home to his country, he knows he is screwed because the second he sees her, he is smitten and thinks that she's stunning. After agreeing to come to come to the country, Lily is being taught by Keller, so she is fully prepared to take the throne, which she had no idea of. Full Mia Thermopolis moment that she did not know she was royal at all. Theo sends for her, and then she basically has to learn how to be a queen. What we get is steamy, tension-filled lessons, and when the slow burn stops, we get an alpha Keller who likes being called my king in bed. Not only does the relationship between Keller and Lily change, but we also see a blossoming relationship between Lily and her grandparents. The story of Keller and Lily involves a spicy history lesson, personal growth, emotional scenes, and a truly happy ending fit for royalty. Before I get into the review, I have a question, Sab. So like when you read these books, right? And a couple's like having like a big fight. Did uh, did your like s- like stomach sink a little bit? I'm not gonna lie. Like I think because I liked Keller so much, we were gonna talk about our woes with Lily. But when he fucked up, I was like, "Man, Keller, come on!" Like I was really upset reading this when they got up, when they got into it. Yeah, I was like, I'm too invested. Like when she pranced down to his room and he was all upset, that my stomach did sink a little. So at first I was like 2.5 to three stars, almost didn't want to finish, but I am so glad that I continued on with the book. It's a solid 3.75 for me and solely because of Lily, because I think she's a side villain and we'll get into that later. I absolutely loved Keller and I think that he carried the relationship and I love the relationship that he had with King Theo as well. I truly did not think that this book was going to be like so hot, but There's nothing more than I love than a guy like Keller, and he did not disappoint. I did cry a few times throughout, like, this book when Keller and Lily were talking about their parents' death, and it was just very emotional. And I did saw when she first met her grandparents for the first time because it was emotional for her. Um, They never met her in person, so it was, like, a very emotional moment. And Lily is literally living out my dream, and there's nothing more than – nothing more I like than being told that I am next in throne. One could imagine. One could hope. You just so casually dropped that in there. Like, there's nothing more that I would love than to be told that I'm the next in line for the throne. Thank you. I can, like, my friends can be in cabinet, but, like, if I'm going to the castle, we're all going to the castle, so. Okay, that's fair. Behind. I would love to be, like, the PR team for, oh, my God, we haven't talked about Queen Elizabeth yet. (laughs) (laughs) This book could not, literally, Queen Elizabeth died, and I texted Emily, and I was like, do do we still do the book about her becoming queen or do we like not do it? Cause we have to address queen Elizabeth dying. Yeah. RIP Lizzie, the queen. <laughs> if you were not on Twitter 
Thursday and Friday. I am sorry for you. I am so sorry that you missed out on a worldwide experience. I have no words, but it, it was just, it was just, it was just, it was just too much. It was just too much. When I saw the tweet and it was a picture of Prince Charles, King Charles. Whoa. And it said, tonight, a new bombshell enters the villa. It's a picture of fucking <laughs> I lost my fucking mind. My um, dad sent one where it's like 73-year-old man gets his first job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, don't give up on your dreams. Prince Charles just got his first job at the age of 73. And um, I read this article a while ago, but her... Queen Elizabeth, her codename was London Bridge. Was like so, whenever she's dying, like when she was dying, the signal that was sent out was like London Bridge is falling down. <laughs> and all I can hear is, "Oh shit!" <laughs> Do we think that like people in the palace played that song? Honestly, if they didn't, <laughs> I'm disappointed. <laughs> Like, I can't imagine, like, how big her funeral is going to be. I can tell you right now, I'm going to watch that shit. I'm going to watch. I will, too. I woke up early for both royal weddings. I'm going to sure as heck going to watch this. I will not miss it. With, with the Harry drama with Harry and Meghan. And Meghan. Mm. I also gave this book 3.75 out of 5. I did text Emily, like, 10% of the way through and ask if I had to keep reading because I thought it was horrible. So I'm glad that I stuck it out. I will say I did enjoy this by the end of it. I felt like it was a little long, like some things were just not necessary. And I do think that Keller carried, I don't know what's with the past two books that we've read, but I would love a millennial aged female main character who is not insufferably annoying. So please someone out there. You know what I was thinking? I wonder if... Because a lot of these books have gotten popular in these authors because of smut. People want sex in their romance books. So I wonder if now the emphasis is being placed more on the main, the male main character than it is the female main character. And this is why it's getting this way. Like, okay. And I'm all for having good male main characters. But, I mean, Jesus Christ. Let's not make it all about a man, please. Like, that is not what I want. And can we just have a female main character who isn't, like, ungodly annoying? Yeah, Lily was bad. She was, I, if I was stuck on an elevator with Lily, I would have murdered her. I would be in prison for murder because she was just horrible. So I did ask to quit and we told me I can't. And so we stuck it out and we did read a book that we said we were going to read. So I'm proud of us. But Lily annoyed me. Keller carried. I was telling him this earlier too. I really like the name Keller. And so I low-key am like, Keller could be a good boy's name. So no one tells Seth that I want to name our <laughs> child after somebody who wants to be called my king. <laughs> like, And if I name my child Keller, every one of you needs to mind your fucking business. Okay. <laughs> the other part of this that I enjoyed, I liked the suspense of there being a leak in the family and like all of the family drama. Theo, I pictured as Cornelius Snow, but not evil from the Hunger Games. And I liked that like the grandma wanted to make it up to her. 
so overall i liked the family drama i really liked every character but fucking lily and if she would have been better in the first 25 to 30 percent of this book this would have been a five-star read for me yeah lily was just unbearable and i know we'll talk about it later in the discussion questions but the thing is but there and we'll talk about with the spice there's always consent in their relationship mm-hmm. always but she really pushed this man to like snap yes and i was like girl girl you're kind of being a villain yes and I like the, I like that she had her nips pierced and she was like kind of off the cuff, but you can, you can have those qualities and not be the most annoying person on planet earth. <laughs> That's all like, I'm saying. I think the thing I liked the most when they're, when she was trying to be like a millennial Gen X was, I thought it was funny as shit when she asked about if there's like a bridging turn, like the insider. Like yes. they gossip like a Miss Wibbleton and Keller like went on with it and was like, okay, I'm just gonna play this game right back to her. Like that was funny. We've all watched Bridgerton, but it just kind of got a little bit, just a little bit too much for me. Yes. But then at times she was really likable. And so like, as you see her in these lessons, which we're going to talk about the history lessons, but as you see her in these history lessons, she really is like taking it seriously and learning a lot and showing that she's pretty intelligent. So it's like, why, when you open your mouth, must you say the most dumb shit I could ever think of? Yeah. That's and like, someone who says a lot of dumb shit. Oh, uh, like, wait, 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 stop. Pause. <laughs> no. I have roasted the fuck out of Emily this weekend, so I have to continue. Emily, <laughs> on Saturday, we have a friend that moved to Washington, D.C. We are both from Georgia said friend was asking a question about her health and emily said it could just be from the change in altitude (laughs) i'm sitting on the couch with seth and i look at him and i said i think emily thinks that when you move north the altitude is automatically higher (laughs) and so i said emily do you think that when you move north it automatically like your the altitude goes up she said, yeah, because higher latitude, <laughs> longitude would make for higher altitude. <laughs> I thought because they're farther away from, like, the sea level. Like, I haven't really bamboozled. Uh-huh. And so now, <laughs> now, can you explain to everyone what a change in altitude really means? Or do you still not really? <laughs> no, I'm just like, because I really thought that that's what it was. So, okay, clearly meteorology weather all that stuff it's just yeah emily also last night said that she couldn't fuck somebody because they don't have a fully developed frontal lobe and i said emily that's how you like (laughs) (laughs) this weekend has been the full roast of emily Jonathan. i'm happy to deliver if anybody wants to take my place But see, but now me, I'm only fucking guys with developed frontal lobes, and that's that. Honestly, that's growth. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Take those new hips for a whirl. <laughs> but that's the difference. Emily is is a very intelligent person, and sometimes she says occasionally really dumb shit. Lily opened her mouth and spewed whatever stupid bullshit she wanted, and so that's why we love Emily and we hate Lily. <laughs> And thing is, Lily threw temper tantrums. 
when no temper tantrums needed i was like girl you are about to be queen of a country why are you having a temper tantrum okay and that's that i want to talk about it because really i think the way that she forced keller to have sex with her like low-key could be sexual harassment or assault no and like he was like i really can't and like he said multiple times and like the thing is about like keller and people who when you live in this country, you eat, breathe, sleep. Like you are dedicating your whole life to being an employee of the royal family. And he was just like, I just really just can't do this or that. And she was kind of, like, and she would just do whatever she wanted to, until he caved in to have sex. And like, that's not consent. Yeah. Until she cornered him and took her clothes off. And I'm like, Lily, and any real job, if you were really the queen and he worked for you, that's sexual harassment. <laughs> like, let's talk about it. We are not Team Lily. We are very much Team Keller. We are begging for a female main character that doesn't suck. Please send them our way if you find them. Thank you. So um, we are getting a sequel. And so I think the sequel will be, I really hope it doesn't follow Lily and Keller because I cannot do any more of Keller. I am blanking on her name, but I think it's going to be about the female bodyguard Body yes they had such weird names but i liked her too and i liked that Lily- i think it was laura was it laura hmm you might be right and so brimiar brimar yeah he's one that sucks he did suck he was the lead he was the villain so i just am really hoping it's not another full novel well, and I like the female bodyguard. I like that Lily is this queen and she's going to go do this this cool badass stuff and she has this female protecting her. I love that. But please make better choices and be less insufferable. <laughs> That's all that we asked for. What wasn't insufferable was the spice that we got in this book. So I gave it 1.5 peppers. Sav, how many did you give it? Okay, my pepper rating is all fucked up because I gave it three peppers. I don't know how we're on such different scales. So I started like rereading because I didn't know what I wanted to read yet. So I didn't have Wi-Fi. So I was like, hey, like, what's my Kindle library that I have? And I had nothing new downloaded, but I had God of uh, Malice downloaded. So I was like, let me skim. So I think I'm kind of going on the darker romance side. So like Mm -hmm. this kind of puts this at 1.5 peppers for me. I mean, but like he had her tied up. (laughs) <laughs> like I would not say that this is not spicy. <laughs> this, might, this might be one of my favorite quotes a man has ever said. I'm demanding, and Keller goes, "I won't always give you what you want, and I take everything I need. I'll control you. I'll possess you. I'll make it so if you ever leave my bed, you'll never be satisfied by anyone else." Music to my ears. He was very demanding and controlling, and I did like that. He wore it well. You know what I'm saying? Like he, like uh, he asked questions because she went to a sex club. Like a sex club, she had a like a dom, and he would be like so like turned on because he's like I'm like a dom, and he there's like a quote where he's like, "You might be a future queen, but when it comes to the bedroom, I'm your goddamn king." Got it? Got it, Keller. And he makes her call him my king which is incredible that's like everything that you needed in a princess diaries s story is to demand to be called my king in the bed i will say i think the mine and emily's a fan fave if you will 
is the history lessons. <laughs> so at one point, Laura and Bremar, who are helping them like protect this rinky little situation palace that they're in, they go out. And so Keller plans this fun little day. And at some point during the day, he's like, we're going to go over history and I'm going to give you a quiz. And he's like really hyping up this quiz. And Lily's like, I don't want to have a quiz. Like being such a little, she was a brat. That is the perfect way to do And maybe it goes in because he was a dom and he liked that, but that's what it is. She was bratty. So, but the history quiz is every time you get a question right, you will be rewarded. And every time you get a question wrong, you will be punished. And Lily only misses two questions. So she gets rewarded incredibly well. The whole, I mean, this quiz had to have had like 20 something questions. It went on for a long time and he's basically edging her the whole time, bringing her to orgasm and then not letting her have it. Every time he answers, she answers a question, right. And it was chef's kiss. Phenomenal. We love a, we love a history quiz, man. I think that's a hot, like one of the hottest scenes is always if there's a lesson, a quiz involved, I just know it's going to be top tier and deliver. Agreed. Agreed. I have to say, so my favorite quote from this book, first of all, he calls her a pain in the ass repeatedly, which I do, I do enjoy, but he says, you've been under my goddamn skin since the moment you showed up in the moxie in that dress. You don't have to keep trying. You're there. You're buried in my veins, pumping my blood, causing me to go fucking crazy in my head because I've never wanted to fuck a woman as much as I want to fuck you. Done for. What would you do if a man said that to you? I'd propose. <laughs> Immediately like, on here. one knee. <laughs> I would be here. Because I'm like, how can a guy say that to you if they're not in love with you? He was so in love with her from the get-go. And he was really prepared to like not fuck her, not pursue a relationship with her because he loved his country so much. And I mean, she she forced him (laughs) at the point he like loved Lily and loved his country so much. And I thought it was so sweet. Yeah. It was just Keller. Okay. So what do you, who do you envision as Keller? Because the cover kind of portrays him as like a brunette, but in the book, it sounded like he was like a blonde. Well, you know, I don't like blonde men, so I would never pick. I don't either. Honestly, I don't even know. Okay. Have you seen The Hating Game? Yeah, I can I see that. I love picture him that. like that with like a little suit, like kind of buttoned up, but very tall and very large. How do you picture him? After, well, since you said that, I can completely see it. And I can honestly see, well, I know that in the book she's like blonde with like blue eyes but I think Lucy Hale could also really play Lily like if they wanted to make a movie out of this book Mm -hmm. I think it would be the same cast as um, from the hating game it's literally the hating game but instead of being in an office they're in this weird house (laughs) like that's pretty much it I will also say part of the history lesson content that we get because it is incredible as she's being a brat He's like telling her what to do. He says, remove your hands, both of them, and place them behind your back. 
She does as she's told. And I let her lie like that, not touching her, not giving her what she needs. You see, Lily, when it comes to this bedroom, you don't tell me what you need because I already know. (laughs) So we love Geller. (laughs) Truly for a loss of words. Truly. Truly. So as you guys see, we do get a lot of spice and we're going to continue talking about it with the discussion question. So the first question, we kind of alluded to this, but I was wondering if could Lily possibly be a side villain? I do think that she was a villain in the story. I think that she was holding herself back. I also think, I think that she was set up to fail a little they should have just taken her to meet her grandparents and then she probably would have been less annoying if they would have just introduced her i think i agree with that because i think that just the primary focus was her relationship with keller and like her seducing him yeah and if she would have had time to like meet other people because once she was doing queenly shit and like meeting people and going to the places and torcus thorpe she was not bad. Like she was doing what she was supposed to do. So I think that maybe they like set her up to fail a little. And so she was kind of her own villain in the beginning. Cause really once she went to the main palace, she got a lot better. Okay. So would you rather be in Lily's position? You find out that you are going to become queen or would you rather be like dating or married to someone who finds out that they are going to become a king or a prince? This one's kind of hard for me. I'd like to be in Lily's position because I feel like I'd be able to call the shots more. But I think things would be a lot easier if I was dating someone and found out that I would be royalty, but only if their family is nice. Because, you you know, I feel like the family would be like. You literally said earlier that all you want is to be a surprise queen. (laughs) This could be a surprise queen. Okay. Okay. I would not I mean I'd be fine to be queen either one of these scenarios I'd be okay with like after but I wouldn't want to just be like a decorative queen I don't want to like actually do shit so I feel like it, I'd rather it be me yeah I wouldn't just want to be like sitting in a castle all day not doing shit I've always said that my dream job is to be the first lady I would love to be the first lady like host all the brunches do fun stuff And I feel like the queen is kind of like being first lady because you don't really do anything. You have no power. Yeah. I was royalty. I'd love to visit a castle. Like I would just love to just be able to go to a castle and visit. Like an old school castle or like Buckingham Palace? Mm, I think like the old school ones, like it used to be like ruled by somebody. I think that would be like freaking cool. I just think Buckingham Palace has so many rules. I'd be scared that I was going to like fuck something up. But like and be in jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like somewhere else, like maybe an old castle in like Scotland or something, I'd be fine with that. I think that'll be so much fun. And so <laughs> leading on to that question, if you could have a sex in a castle, what's the one room you'd want to do it in? I mean, I obviously want to have sex in the throne room. <laughs> I was about to say the throne room. Why fuck in a castle if you're not gonna fuck in the throne room? That defeats the whole purpose. I'm thinking the throne room or like the big, like formal dining room. Ooh, like on the table. I think it could be kind of fun in like, you know, like the servants kitchen, like the working kitchen where they have like the fun, like up against the wall in the servants kitchen. That would be fun. But definitely the throne room definitely has to happen. 
listen, you need to start reading fantasy because Akatar, throne room fucking. Zodiac Academy, throne room fucking. Anytime that there is some sort of high fantasy situation, they fuck in the throne room. Can confirm. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe that'll Could be, be more sway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I am dying to ask this question because I have thoughts and I'm curious if you have thoughts. So Keller, this whole time, part of the drama is that he, Laura and Bremar like grew up in the castle together and in the palace, not the castle, grew up in the palace together, were brought up like around the monarchy, but from like the servant's perspective, because their family were employed. And so they all grew up like basically protecting the throne, but not being anywhere related to it. Right. And so when he starts sleeping with Lily, Bremar is like, what the fuck? You've never wanted this. I don't understand. And he claims that he wants nothing to do with the crown or being king or anything, even though Theo considers him to be a son. And it's always been like this unspoken rule that he's like adopted by them and would be in line for the throne if the adoption were real. So all this being said, he's acting like he wants nothing to do with the crown, but we just told you and you just read that he wants to be called my king in bed by the future queen and that seems a little fishy to me I'm a little suspicious I'm also suspicious because they're so like that gives me the ick that gave Mm -hmm. me the ick with Keller yes it did and it bumped him down on the boyfriend pyramid because I was like why do you want to be called my king if you don't want to be king you know like like the thing is like he is I'm trying to think how to say it? Because we know that he doesn't really like sleep around. So is this like what he told all the girls, or did he just like tell her because she's gonna be queen? <laughs> she's gonna be queen. But that even makes it makes it worse. Yes, I think that makes it worse. So I think, and also, I think if it wasn't such a big deal to him, he wouldn't have worked so hard. Ooh, you mean like to be a good like pseudo son in person to Theo and to the crown? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I have, when I, so if it was a one time, my King, I think that would have been like role playing a little. And I would have been like, Oh, this is kinky. This is fun. I'm into it. But he repeatedly says that she has to call him my King, not just when they're at like the, the away castle, but also when they're in the palace, like the whole time he's asking her to call him my King. And that's, I mean, red flags went up for me. Yeah, I was like, as much as I love Keller, I was like, there has to be some alternative. And if you want to be king, like, like, that's fine. No one's going to fault. I mean, I'm not going to judge you for that. No, I won't judge you either. But so like, why put up this big front and lie about it and act like it's not a big deal if it is? See, men can't be trusted. That's the moral of the story. (laughs) We didn't talk about this, but how did you feel about the hot springs? I like want to go to hot springs. No, me too. I thought it was hot as hell. Just like, okay, I'm going to add the pool to where I'd like to sleep in a castle. Ooh. I just think a pool scene is just so hot. Ooh, or like the gardens. They always have this like nice elaborate garden with like maybe a little pool situation in there. That would be fun. 
No, I love. I like Google. That's like, where's a hot spring near me? Because we get that really? scene in Flock. Oh my gosh, I'm, bla- I'm blanking on his name. In Flock with Sean, when they go to the hot springs, do they not go to the hot spring? I don't remember. Viewed- they go somewhere. I viewed the Raven Hood as taking place in like North Georgia, and they were like at fucking Ruby Falls. <laughs> <laughs> No, I did think Hot Springs was hot as hell. And that's when we first see Lily really starting to tempt him. And she, he was like, can you, like, calm down? And she, like, purposely, like, raises her chest. Like, he could, like, see her. I'm like, girly girl, he's saying no. Yeah, this is when the first harassment took place. But I liked the setting. I didn't like Lily being there, but I liked the setting overall. I agree. Also, I have another question. Would you get your nips pierced? I was thinking, but you know when you breastfeed, I'm pretty sure you have to take them out. Okay, so I was also, I mean, granted, we're like not close to breastfeeding, but I like, did we miss the part in our lives where we could have had our nips pierced? Like, should we have done that in college? I think that if we were going to do it, it had to be like after a drunken midtown or like shenanigans night. And that's like when we should have done it. Like when we all, like we all wanted to get Gata Astat. Like, I feel like we've missed. Wait, I still want to get a Gata Astat. What are you talking about? Are those off the table now? We can't have those anymore. So I really, I really wanted to get one. Right. But then I was like, so this was before my first surgery. Cause like you're doing hip surgery. Your butt is, I was like, I, my surgery, like my surgeon can't see a Gata Astat. And then I kept having more and more surgeries, so I kept delaying. <laughs> I think we should get Spice Rack Pod Pepper Ass Tats. I would do it if you can, like, without, like, if you wouldn't see it in swimwear. Yeah. Oh my god, my if my grandma saw Did it, my mom, my mom, my would, mom would flip her shit. She would pass away on the spot. I would kill her. Yeah, I think that would be, that'd be like done for me too. Okay, well, I'm not opposed to piercing my nibs, but I do feel like that point in my life has potentially passed. I know some people who have, like, they can only do one because it hurts so fucking bad. I'm also a little bitch when it comes to pain. She just made them seem so cool. <laughs> she also did have a clip piercing. <gasps> oh, we have to that was a big. That was a big part of the book. It's a no for me personally. I'm good. I'm good. I just feel like your clit is so sensitive. I don't I don't need help when it comes to my clit right now. Like we're she and I are good, but <laughs> <laughs> can you fucking imagine shoving a needle? No. No. I think that would be like the 12 like worst pain of my life. I would throw up. Or like if you had a clit piercing and you went to the gyno. Like, I'm just thinking of every, or like, I'm now getting my wax. That's part of my, my routine. I just went for number two. If I went to get a Brazilian and my clit was pierced, it'd be a topic of conversation every time. Doctor later, my doctor would be like, what the fuck? <laughs> She's like, we just have gone. <laughs> He's like, At, in between which surgery did you decide to pierce your clitoris? <laughs> like, what, what was the thought process there? So like, that's the thing with Lily. She is... A very spunky, different individual. 
And I think that they really sold with the Princess Diaries. We got the super nerdy blueses, like hairbrushes and her hair kind of gal. But here we get really the Miami crazy Gen Xer. I was wondering if this was almost like a fanfic of Lily from the Princess Diaries because she was kind of like funky with piercings and stuff. Did you, did that thought cross your mind? No, but now it does. And her name is Lily too. Yeah. I had wondered that. That's actually pretty smart. Mm. I'm just a regular doesn't genius. She fall in, wait, doesn't, doesn't she fall in love with somebody in Princess Diaries? I don't remember. I could have to tell watch you. that again. Oh, I've seen so many clips of the Queen is coming, of Sandra O saying the Queen is coming. <laughs> on twitter listen if you have not been on r.i.p queen lizzie twitter please stop what you're doing right now and go look at the tweets they are fucking hilarious yeah please thank us later with the okay so before we close out this episode as you all know we have to place teller on the boyfriend pyramid emily's already docking points she's talking to them <laughs> she's already she's moving him down a peg but we have this bo- boyfriend pyramid we rank all of our book boyfriends on them the bottom level is ultimate friends with benefits then we move up to meet the parents then we have white picket fence and then at the top we have god tier so i'm curious to know where you place keller Keller's meet the family and I think that it is the one where meets the family family is swooned but all the icks just add up and I'm like gotta go buddy where do you put him yeah I honestly I don't I'm thinking I'm putting him ultimate friends with benefits also I wouldn't be more important to you than a job no, I'm obviously the most important thing on God's green earth. What do you mean that the job is more important? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so th- that was just like a no. And then, yeah, bye. Yeah. So I think he's ultimate friends with benefits. I did. I will say I really liked this story. I liked Keller. I came around to Lily, but we just have read so many good books in the past year that he just wasn't, he wasn't cutting it for me. Yeah, I was just exactly. And I think that I'm going to be because I know I'm just going to admit it. My gosh, here's getting a little bit crowded. So I'm going to start getting pickier and pickier. Like the guys from the double series all are got here. This is the consequences of your actions of putting everyone in their fucking mama and got here. If you are an asshole who's also a possessive asshole and morally gray, you're in God tier. You're safe there. <laughs> well, I have a quite well dispersed book pyramid and Keller can hang out with all my other fuck buddies at ultimate friends with benefits and that's fine yeah thank you for joining us for royally not ready the cosmic timing we really couldn't have asked for a better time to do this book as the queen was dying I mean really I'm just thankful I'm thankful that we got she she did it she did it for us she knew that we needed it exactly we have official commentary we are official commentators on the queen (laughs) we have a podcast and a platform and we talked about it so you know what just call us fucking cnn reporters basically here we are we do have a new logo so this is just it's a historic time for us it is thank you all for being a part of it. <laughs> but we hope you enjoyed royally not ready by megan quinn 
Next week is our first installment of Making Emily Read Fiction. We are going to read The Court of the Vampire Queen, a spicy polyam MMMF romance by Katie Robert. If you are not familiar with Katie Robert, I'm not going to say that she is a slut because I respect her a lot, but she makes me want to be a slut. And so that is what you're getting into. She is so spicy. These people started fucking on page 12 of this book. So strap in, vampires, everybody fucking. I'm only halfway through, but I'm loving it so far. So we really hope that you guys enjoyed this and we look forward to talking to you guys next week. Bye.